0: Good morning! It is time to get up with a Monday Night Masterpiece. The rematch lives up to the hype, while the Chiefs' pass catchers most definitely do not. Meanwhile, DeAndre was the only Swift who had it going last night. Does this mean that Philly will fly Eagles fly out of the NFC again? And is everything still up to date in Kansas City? We'll tell you which one of these AFC contenders is about to end. Their championship reign. All that a whole lot more. Let's do this thing on that Tuesday morning off the game of the year. So fired up. Oh, look who's made his way here. Sal Palantonio. Yeah. How are you feeling today, Sal? Oh, I'm
1: feeling real good. Oh, no, I'm no. real good. <laughs> wheels go. on this chair. I get all over the studio. <laughs> we are going to fly.
0: Eagles fly all morning long. Let's take you there last night. Kansas City. Game of the year. Game of the sea. Everybody ready for the matchup. The rematch of Super Bowl 57, including Patrick Mahomes getting everybody fired up. And early on, Dominique showing how he extends the play as well as anyone ever.
2: This O-line is doing a good job. No one's open. He buys time. A classic Mahomes jump pass. Kelsey's getting all the attention wide open in the back of the end zone. Good catch, Watson.
0: Great catch. (laughs) Chiefs have (laughs) knocked it in the whole way. The Chiefs have not lost a game the last two years when they score first. But it's not Taylor Swift. It's DeAndre Swift. Jeff's
3: well, 17-yard, cook, getting physical on this drive. You've got to
0: like the Eagles. Hey, we give up one,
3: let's go to physicality. And
0: again, bouncing it to the outside with the run game.
3: Oh, look at their touchdown. Walk it in. i oh, man, you is going to be fired up on that. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, I do, man. <laughs> Talk to the fans, baby. Left uh, those tied wings.
0: up at seven. Now, early second quarter. Chiefs in the scoring zone again. Kevin Byard is there. What happens?
2: Outstanding players. It's kind of a bit of a double move. They don't occupy Byard with the other slide. He comes across. It incredible
0: impact. Mid-season acquisition makes the big play, but then pick play, Travis Kelsey wide open. Very nice pick play. Illegal. <laughs> illegal. I'm not sure illegal, but frowned upon. 17. And it's 17-7 seven Kansas City at the half, but then it's DeAndre Ooh. Swift against South. 12 carries, 76 mm. big yards for Swift.
1: Yeah. St. Joe's prep. DeAndre Swift, local guy, made good back to Philadelphia. Doing a great job. Shifty, explosive. And then speaking of
0: explosive, Jalen Hurts, 34 rushing touchdowns after that one. Most for a quarterback in his first four seasons in NFL history. Now Chiefs with another chance to score. Neek, missed opportunities. The story of the night. Travis Kelce gets it punched out.
2: Yeah, it's great plays in the red zone by the Eagles all night. Incredible punch right there by Roby, And way to get on it.
0: So the Eagles then would get it back, but they go three and out. Later in the quarter, Eagles with a third and five. Devontae Smith then takes over on this drive.
2: Yeah, he had an isolation situation right there in the middle of the field. Seemed to be open. They attacked it right there. Incredible play. And then how about
0: this catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: this is the game clincher right here. He doesn't quite get an end zone, but he gets close enough. It's a great and throw, great catch.
0: Importantly, he caught it. Yeah, <laughs> it <was laughs> a big play. Intense. And then we all, Jeffrey, we all know what's coming. Here we
3: go. Shove it in. Score <laughs> with your man. Everybody hates it
0: unless you <laughs> fly.
4: 21-70. <laughs> right,
0: now everybody, avert your eyes. Marquez, uh, oh. Valdez, Scantling. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Wow. What can you say? Oh, I mean, you should have called it. You, you can it.
3: say stone hands. That's yeah, what you I, can say. It. Mahomes so can't
0: believe it. That, that would have put them up front. Instead, it's the Eagles defense getting pressure on Mahomes here. This is going to be intentional grounding. Chiefs use a timeout to avoid a 10-second runoff. So here's your ball game, fourth and 25. And the bottom line of it is this. Once again, Patrick Mahomes hits his man directly in the hands.
2: Yeah, it's impressive. Patrick Mahomes is accurate, strong arm, puts it there, Ooh. and Watson misses it. It's a, that was the story of the night. The
0: ball is in
2: his brilliant. hands.
0: And in the end, it is the Eagles who fly, Eagles fly. Oh. Valdez Scantling frustrated. Patrick Mahomes and company go down to defeat at home last night.
4: They know I'm going to keep firing it. That's just who I am. I'm going to fire it uh, to the guy who's open. Um, and uh, they're, usually they make the, they're going to make the plays. I offensively, we're just not where I would want to be at this point in the season. Um, <clears throat> and, that, and that's everybody. It um, uh, starts with me.
0: I don't know that it starts with him, quite candidly. The Chiefs have 26 drops on the hey. season. Their wide receivers are dropping 9% of the passes thrown their way. That is the highest percentage through any team's first 10 games in the last 10 years. And so, put your feet up. We have set aside tons of time, commercial free, to just dive into this game. I'll, I'll unleash Sal big picture in a minute. <laughs> well, let's go little picture first. Guys. I mean, sometimes it is as simple as just catch the ball and the result is completely different.
2: Yeah, what I hate to see is when we go into a game saying, you know what could be a problem for them, and then it is the problem. That's it's right. really yes. bad, and it's been that way for the entire season, but it's not just the drops. We saw poorly run routes. We saw guys get confused in space. It's a lot of problems when you have one guy in Travis Kelsey going to attract a lot of attention. Everybody else is supposed to eat. It's yeah. easy. You can get man-on-man coverage in isolations. Get open. Catch the ball. You can fall. Down after you catch it, Just right. catch the <laughs> damn thing. got a
3: prerequisite, right, yeah, of a receiver like, catch the ball. When you nine percent of your oh. catch of the wide receiver, you're dropping it. That is not that is not a good formula for winning. And you're exactly right. There's nothing more simple than saying catch the ball, you win this game. And that's exactly the Chiefs' defense did plenty to keep this team in it and allow them to win. Offensively, they didn't get it done.
0: Graziano, I, I think back to last year, and there were multiple times after Tyreek Hill left for Miami. Yeah. That we had conversations here. Do they have enough receivers to make it work? And they got it together by late in the season. They looked a lot better offensively. And, of course, they won the Super Bowl. It's getting late this year. It is. Are they going to get this offense together because they can't make this work? That's the key
5: question. And, And we talked about this last year on defense. Their young guys on defense, particularly in the secondary, got better in November, in December, in January. These wide receivers, these young wide receivers that they've taken in the second round the last Mm -hmm. couple of years, somebody like Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice, Kadarius Toney, who they got uh, in a trade with the Giants last year, somebody's got to make an Stand advancement. Up. And I'm going to talk, look, Marquez Valdez-Scaling didn't drop the ball. Like, if you're getting reliable production from the wide receiver position throughout the game, it's not going to come down to that play. You're not yep. going to have triple teams on Travis Kelsey, right? Like, like that – so th- one or two of these guys has to step forward and become a better and more reliable player, or else the Chiefs' season is going to look like this. It's going to be like pulling teeth every single week. They're still good. I mean, look, this is champagne problems, right? I mean, like the, the Chiefs are still – one of the two or three best teams in the whole league. But if you're talking about winning crucial games in January, in
0: February, that's the kind of thing that can do you in. Parenthetically, Champagne Problems is a very popular Taylor Swift song, but we won't oh, get into up. that. If, I won't sidetrack us with nice that job. at this moment. In the meantime, clear the decks, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't mean that because it Sal is, is in a, the Navy. It's a green pen. What, what, yeah, really? How, how would you
1: describe
0: what we all witnessed last night?
1: Listen. I'm I'm blessed to be here. I'm thankful to be here. <laughs> oh, I am so Michael. Serious. I am very humbled to be here. I'm very I'm going to be humble all oh, today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very love, very. Okay? But let me flip the script on y'all for a second, okay? The Eagles made the plays in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, Devontae Smith caught the football. They made the plays in the rain on the road yeah. as underdogs Cinematic. in a football game. Got to have the win. Grind it out. They made the play. So that's one part of it. Number two, Hembo sent me this stat. Great stat. The Eagles have now held the best offense in football, the Miami Dolphins, to 17 points, and the best quarterback in football, Patrick Mahomes, to 17 points. The Eagles defense, let's give some credit. Deshaun Desai, their first-year defensive coordinator, he made adjustments in the second half. They were getting boat raced in the first half. He made adjustments. The number one thing was he had Reed Blankenship as a spy on Patrick Mahomes so he wouldn't leak out mm. and get that yardage that he was getting in the first half for first downs. They played coverage. They rushed for a little mush rush. They kept Patrick Mahomes in the pocket to wait for him to tr- they double- and triple-teamed Travis Kelsey, and yep. he couldn't get the ball to the other receivers. And when he did, they dropped the football. So that's little picture. Big picture is this. What America watched last night, Michael, was Rocky II. <laughs> it was Rocky II. Yep. It was the rematch. Right, It was Apollo Creed saying, hey, I still want you. Come on out. Come out of that South Philly row home. We want (laughs) to have the rematch. It's going to be big. It's going to be on national TV. We're going to make a lot of money. We want the rematch. And then Rocky knocked him out. And that's what it was all about, Rocky II, last night. Yeah, Adrian looked at him and said, win. And
0: and, and that's exactly what he did. And then we're going to come back maybe this year's Super Bowl. We'll get uh, Clubber Lang, which is Mr. Yeah. Yeah. But but show me. Let's talk about the plays the Eagles made. Because so much of today is going to be about the, what the Chiefs didn't do. Right. And look, when you drop yeah. a ball that is right in your hands that, that basically could have won you the game, that's the way it's going to go. But Devontae Smith, that catch, show yeah, me that the, play.
2: The Chiefs were playing incredible defense. They were doing a great job disguising. I think I got a tape that you guys could bring up where they're disguising right now. You see right there Edwards in the box. He's actually in cover, two, which means that he has a deep half. You see, they split the field into half like that. He's trying to show single high. By doing that, look at him. Devontae Smith is on his toes immediately. Look at Jalen Hurts. He's already releasing the ball. As soon as he saw that, he let it fly. That was the deciding play. They got in the red zone and they finished, as opposed to the Chiefs, who got in the red zone and turned the ball over on two separate occasions and also kicked the field goal. Three touchdowns is enough to get it done when the other team can't finish.
3: Sure. Yeah. Listen, when you think about the execution, you're 100% right. The, 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 The Eagles made it. But here's the thing. For the Chiefs, The problem is, is that when you take away Travis Kelsey and don't allow him to be the guy, they struggle offensively. And you can give flowers to defensive coordinators all you want, but look, right here in the end zone, this is the plan, right? We're gonna double, we're gonna double Kelsey. Now we're gonna double him again. Well, the first one he throws it to Watson, who makes it who who scores a touchdown. Now he tries to pull it down and run it. He's triple-teamed. Game on the line. He is (laughs) triple-teamed game on the line. By the way, that means somebody's one-on-one, he's wide open. Make the freaking catch. Like all, all the flowers we're giving the coordinators and all that kind of stuff, if the Chiefs simply don't miss the layups, they win the game. Right. They miss the layups. You cannot – and listen, you go back, and I know Mahomes going to take all the credit, my fault, my what? Man, I, I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I am make that catch, right? I mean, like, I'm just being real. you got to make that catch. Everything work to what you want to. Somebody's got to make a play. You probably don't beat the guy, though. Well, right? no. Like, no I, I,
0: I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still I five, you, yard. I'm still I five it yards with a line of scrimmage. To everyone on that tape. If we could, the one where where uh, Kelsey is triple team. Triple team. That's the play that MVS drops yeah, the ball. Absolutely, I mean, they triple team him. They leave somebody wide open. So you just so, have to take advantage, and they're not
5: on the Bradley Roby.
1: On yeah. Bradley
0: Roby. So let's 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 establish what we're talking about
5: here. Like we can watch games on Sunday between like the Browns and the Steelers. Make one of these teams going to make the playoffs. This game last night is—is is one of these teams going to be holding the Lombardi Trophy, exactly, then, right? right? Like so, so that's what we're talking about here. The Chiefs were good enough to beat the Eagles. Obviously, you make this catch and you do it. The problem is you're going to get into January and February, and the margins are so tiny all the time. So can the Chiefs—is this a problem that are the Chiefs' problems? Problems other teams would love to have. Yes, but if you're the Chiefs and your goals are as high as they are, you cannot be and giving we, away. And we plays said like
3: this that. before the trade deadline. Right? Give Howie Roseman credit, man. He brings in Bradley yes. Roby, he brings in Kevin Bayard. What's Bayard has a pick. Roby punches the ball out from Travis Kelsey. Veach does not make any move for receiver. And I get development, but at some point, you got to go bring a dog in yes. on the outside to help Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey has had four explosive plays in nine games. He had 12 the same time. Like, he had triple that last right. year. You cannot uh, – You it's the easiest position to double and triple team. He's inside. It's tough to make those things happen. When you look at the way their offense has to run, if these dudes
0: can't catch, you should have went on and got one. Well, the bottom line is they tried. They used a second-round pick two years ago on Sky Moore. Right. They used a second-round pick last year on Rasheed Rice. They need them to play they that way. play better. If they play that way, they Sky don't Mo- have – Sky that Moore had two targets, by the way. Yeah. No, I understand that. My point yeah. is they,
2: they, they tried
0: they're... to – Address it,
5: yeah. They just no, it, don't yeah. seem
0: to have hit.
2: Yeah, and that's right. But you got to keep going. And I know the, the tough thing about criticizing them for this is because they made a move last year, uh, but they still won a Super Bowl with a team that we thought didn't have enough right. receivers. So we always look at them. And last night, that was a winnable game. So right. it still feels like Brett Veitch, as much as we can be critical for him not going out to get something, they know what the hell they're doing over there. But I will say this. These games in the regular season matter a lot for them. That's getting right. Getting the home field, right. and getting a first round bye has never been more important than it is right now. And I think that they don't win the Super Bowl if they don't hold on to this number one spot.
0: Yeah. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff right. game outside right. of technically right. a Super Bowl in Tampa. You still have Mahomes. You're still good enough
5: to to operate this offense yeah. at a high enough level to win the Super Bowl, but they make mistakes on offense. We didn't even talk about penalties, right? Like right. On, on that, you know, we talk about red zone turnovers, critical. If Travis Kelsey is not playing great and Patrick Mahomes is not playing great, and Mahomes was great last night other than the interception, then they're not going to be able to overcome those mistakes. There's just
0: too many of them in a given game. Let me show you something that should concern you. Let's put the second-half scoring graphic up, Cindy, if we can. This this might stun you. The Kansas City Chiefs this season have scored the fewest points in the second halves of their games of any team in the sport. Name anyone else you want, Bears, Jets, Giants. Steelers, think of the worst offenses you've ever seen this season. (laughs) They've been better in the second halves than than Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have been. Someone explain that. Jeff, explain. You played offense on a great – How in the world are they only scoring five yeah. points a game in the second half? Because
3: they, they see their game put in the first half. they go going to start locking guys. Like I said, you go take Kelsey out of the game. You're forcing other players. And it's not like they, they, Andy Reid wants to run an offense that goes run first. That's never going to no. be what they are. <laughs> so, as you're looking at it, you take away their primary threat. You become very average offensively. And let me tell you something. These guys a lot smarter than you think as games go on. They start jumping coverage. They make plays harder. I it's think- just it's this part of I think you know, that's the point. Once they understand the scheme in the first half
2: and right. the second half, we need guys. Yeah. Because they we know how you're gonna attack us. We need someone that's going to make a play. And if it ain't Travis Kelsey, that's what I'm, I'm saying. There's
1: definitely no mystery to it. You take Travis Kelsey away, and they double and triple teamed him, and then you play coverage, and then the other guys have gotta make a play. You gotta have execution. You know, coaching matters, design matters, Amen. but players play and win the game. That's right. You you had opportunities to win the game with those players. And you didn't get and it if, done.
3: if you go back, I'm not going to get the weeds too much. If you go back at the beginning of the game and you watch Watson and Kelsey in motion, they're moving, they're changing the formation strength, like going back and forth, they would split late. As games go on, you kind of get out of that offensively because you're speeding up your tempo, right? You are you realize where your matchups are going to be, so you don't need to kind of identify the defense as fast. That happens in second halves as well.
1: And Jeff, you know, I love Kevin Byard. I think the world of Bradley Roby. I know those two guys interviewed him a lot, but we're talking about Kevin Byard and Bradley Roby here, okay? Yeah. Two journeyman guy that no, no other teams did not want. Howie Roseman goes out and gets them, just like he went out and got J.J. Lagarre Blunt, yeah. 2017, brought in veteran running backs that needed a running yeah. game, brought them in. So you know, and then he took these guys, came in, it took him a couple of weeks to think. Bradley Roby got hurt. Mm-hmm. couldn't get incorporated into the defense. Byard gets incorporated into the defense in a couple of weeks, makes that pick. He hadn't in 500 snaps at defense this year. Kevin Byard had not been around the football once right. until that interception. Yep. That was his first opportunity in this season because the coaching matters on that football team, the way they designed yes. it. And, of course, you know, Patrick Mahomes probably should have threw him open in the corner. No the doubt, shore. run him away no, from. So him. execution by the players matters.
3: Eight tackles by
0: him, by
1: and the way. The by the
3: way, team. you know Yeah, let the let yeah. the game last night. Yes. You
0: know what I'm always here for? I'm always here for a little petty. So when the ball was dropped <laughs> by MVS, can we show what Tyreek Hill tweeted? You think Tyreek wasn't oh. watching the game last night? Tyreek Hill watching that game last night, and after MVS drops that ball, uh, Tyreek was on Twitter last night, and we will show you. What he tweeted, as soon as we can, I'm being told that it's coming in three, (laughs) two, and one. Perhaps oh, it'll take a little longer. Than that, <laughs> That's okay. is what I'm told. There it is. What about that? He's just got a little, yeah. little emoji. What does that yeah, mean? He,
2: he, he's shocked, I guess. I might be the youngest person here, so I guess I'm obligated to translate emoji <laughs> language. Yes. But, yeah, I think he's shocked and surprised as everyone else is. He went on to tweet later that it's a harder catch than it looks like, but I think he was just trying to be nice. It right. wasn't an yeah. easy catch. He tweeted
0: it's a harder catch than it looked like. And what I would say is yeah, anything back is, back is a harder too. catch than that looked like. Right? <laughs> that looked like the easiest yeah. catch you've you. Look, you got to be honest. The, the courage that it takes to play these sports is the courage Absolutely. to be remembered for your worst moment. Yep. Marquez Valdez Cantling drops the game last night. Yep. That's the biggest game of the year. It could wind up costing them a chance to ho- host, you know, the playoff games and all that kind of stuff. And I understand I couldn't make it, but I'm right. not a professional football player. That's a ball that's that, got to be caught.
3: That's exactly my point. It's, it's harder if you're playing backyard football yeah. and you're 300 pounds trying to play receiver against your neighbor. This is not. This is a dude who gets paid a lot of money to go make. And when you run by the guy, you throw your hand up going, I'm going to make this catch. You can't drop it when it hits you dead in the hand.
0: So now we go big picture. And once again, Sal, we talked all this morning about Kansas City. What do they have? What don't they have? What do they need? Are they still the team to beat? Let's go to the other side. Mm-hmm. The Eagles now two games clear oh. of anyone oh. else. Talk to me oh. about what last night really meant.
1: You, you hear that sound 3,000 miles away? That's Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch saying, uh-oh, we got to go to the concrete jungle in South Philly and play in the NFC Championship game. Maybe we ought to block. Hassan Reddick this time around. (laughs) Maybe we should bring a little extra offensive lineman. Go maybe heavy. You know, go heavy on. I like more yet. Right Go heavier than that because you know we're going through South Philadelphia now in the NFC Championship game. Yes, the Eagles have Buffalo coming in. Yes, San Francisco. Yes, they got to go to Dallas, but they got a stranglehold right now, and somebody's going to have to knock them off the perch. And here's the thing about the Eagles last night. First half, Jalen Hurts is sacked five times. Jalen Hurts did not throw a touchdown pass in a football game. Mm -hmm. But this young man finds a way to grind out victories. You've got to find a way in the NFL to win football games. And that's what they did. You know, we'll talk about the drops. You don't want me to be obnoxious. You don't want me to be annoying, right? Okay. The bottom line is, (laughs) Devontae Smith caught the football in that game. He, the Eagles made the catches and executed the game plan in the second half offensively and defensively, yeah, and there's the catch,
4: catch
5: yep.
1: by Devontae Smith. And Jalen Hurts delivered the football yep. in a spot where these guys could catch the football. So they're grinding it. The great thing about Jalen Hurts is runner-up in the Heisman, nobody had more embarrassing moment than be pulled in the yeah. championship game in Alabama, yeah. right? But this young man, about him, because of the way he's been taught by his father, Ovarian, and coached by Brian Johnson, Nick Sirianni, he grinds it out That's every right. day. And so this was a game where they didn't have their best game, and they won on the road in bad weather, and now they're 9-1. and one.
0: All right, we'll pause, but only briefly. We have so much more on this game as we continue. We will also touch on this. Jim Harbaugh joking around yesterday. Paul Feinbaum didn't like it. Will Ohio State get the last laugh Saturday? Paul will join us with his thoughts. But for most of the morning, we'll be on the game of the night. Will the Chiefs offense be the reason they don't make it to the Super Bowl? We're all over it, all morning long. It's Get Up on
1: ESPN. Oh. delicious
0: meat nutritious and the snack that packs a real protein punch wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there each one ounce serving has six grams of protein giving you over 10 percent of your daily value wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go and you're on the go a lot Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Get Up is brought to you by Disney's Wish. Only in theaters Wednesday. Tickets available now. Hey, quickly, guys! I told you I'm here for the petty. The Eagles tweeted this picture last night after the game was over. A little friendship bracelet. Oh, I got to get one oh. of those. Where do I get that? that? No. That's all about Tay Tay, and I keep saying it. I keep making fun of me, all you want. Okay, Travis Kelsey no. can't play when she's not there. They're four and zero when Taylor Swift is at these games. In the five games that she's not there, look at his wow. numbers. Love God, love. A Love got him. They need Taylor Swift at these games. Taylor, get back. Coming up much more on these games. The Chiefs literally drop it. What do they say to the man who did it? We'll talk about it. Plus, Harbaugh's got jokes. Paul Feinbaum's got a response you won't want to miss right after this.
4: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.
5: Must be 21-plus plus and present president select states.
6: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bottom of the hour
0: on Get Up. Wake up call. Here was the play last night. He's
6: unloading it long. He's got Valdez Scantling and he cannot hang on to the ball. He drops the ball in the end zone. He's looking. He is going deep. He wants it all
1: and it is dropped. Was in the hands of Scanling at the goal
6: line and he dropped it. Take a deep breath. That was heartbreak waiting to happen.
0: So you hear both sides of it. That's Kansas City Radio and Philly Radio as we're all over the game last night, and that is clearly the big play. And I said it before know, when you play these sports, as you guys did, somewhere you need to understand that you run the risk of being remembered for your worst yeah. moment, unfortunately. And that's the case, at least for last night. So now you walk into that locker room. You're his teammate. What are you, Dominique, saying to Marquez Valdez-Scantley?
2: Exactly what he doesn't want to hear. You're, you're going to go try to console him and say, sorry, bro. We, we all made mistakes. We could have done. But as a player who has given up game-winning touchdowns, I want to tell you to shut the Heck. Up. <laughs> yeah. Like I know what happened. I want this day to be over as soon as possible. And it really sucks when it's a primetime game like this. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in a city, everybody in the city's talking about it even if it's at one o'clock. Oh, yeah. Everybody's thinking about it even if it's a four o'clock game. But when it is a Super Bowl rematch, Monday night mm. football. All of America is talking about it right now. So you just want to get to the next game as soon as possible and catch a ball. You want to catch, you want to score, touches, catch something. you want to do anything to get past this, to try to erase it, but it's going to be hard to move on from.
3: Uh, so listen, I had, I had an experience similar to this. We're playing in New York, just my first year playing center, and we go up to New York and we're playing this a cold game. If we win, we clinch, we're going to go in the playoffs. I'm snapping the ball, and as I snap it, the ball sticks in the grass, and Brian Cox ends up recovering it. And so I'm devastated, you know, and I go in the locker room and like Bill Pulling comes up, and like puts his head on my, don't worry about it, fight this, you know, you know, Peyton's coming up, man, don't worry about it Saturday, we'll get him next time. I called my wife, she's like, they wasn't your fault. There's a lot of mistakes. I was like, if Edron James had fumbled that ball, what would you have said? She was like... He lost the game. I was like, (laughs) I lost the game. And I get it, right? Like, at some point, you own it as a player. And let me tell you, the best part of that is it gives you you silence. I I lost it. That's what he needs to say. Hey, man, I got up there. I should have made the play. I didn't make the play. We win the game if I do. Because everybody in that locker room is thinking the same thing. You catch that ball, we win this game. That's just the reality of the game. And to your point, Greeny, this isn't an average man going to make this play. This is what you get paid to do. No different than what I did. If you screw it up, own it and move on.
1: That's not down. even the hardest part. The hardest part is then you got to answer a question from Dan or Sal. Yeah, exactly. you, gotta, <laughs> that's you a, walk to walk sure. that guy. You know what, yeah. like, I always to like, – question what, you ask. What's the question, right? Yeah. Like, he knows – What he happened knows, on that play? How do you, feel. That's how a, do you that's, feel? No, that's what what I, don't you know. I don't ask that question. But what happened on that what play? What happened there, What happened right? on that play? And then, you know, he looks at you and you're like, bro, you know, we all saw what happened on the play. You know who saw it? Tyreek Hill saw it. So we
0: showed you earlier that Tyreek Hill had that little emoji like this with the cat. Uh, he actually tweeted a little conciliatory tweet. Everybody thinking that catch easy at, at night in them lights. So he's basically saying, "Man, that's a tough catch at night in the lights." Jeff,
3: is that the first time he played in, the, in nighttime? Uh, no, we I don't played. Know. You've heard Friday night lights, right? We <laughs> yeah. started in high school playing at night. Like you got to catch the ball, bro. Yeah, and for, no excuse.
1: and for MVS, right? Yeah, as Hembo on. gave me the numbers, when he was with the Packers, yeah. Had seven drops in 2020, and he's had eight yeah. drops in the last two years with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs. So this has been a problem for him.
0: So
3: you're saying he shouldn't be the number one target for the
1: Chiefs? Well, right now he is because they don't have any
3: other. <laughs> well,
0: that's, that's really simple, the, simple. That's that's the problem. That's yeah. really the problem, Michael. We, we will talk all morning long about this game. We're going to take one quick diversion to something else here in a minute, but the, the real question is. Will their lack of offensive production, we showed you earlier, they can't score in the second half. They can't, they have no one but Travis Kelsey making plays. That running game early this season with Pacheco, which we thought looked like it was going to be a second, where is it? It's just, so the question is, is their lack of offensive production going to cost them a chance to get back to the Super Bowl this year? Simple, yes or no?
2: Yeah, it's it's going to
0: make it really hard for him. I, I'm certainly not
2: going to say it's impossible. And I thought Pacheco was pretty good last night. Yeah, the was. fact that their defense is as great as it is right it now is going to keep them in game. That's we right. all felt the same way last night when Patrick Mahomes had an opportunity to lead them on a game winning drive. We felt like, ah, he's got a chance. And as long as their defense can keep them in games and Patrick Mahomes is still upright, even with drop passes, they have a chance, but they really need to get that first round by. There's no way that they make it, I think, if they have to get through three of these AFC teams.
5: This is the best team they're going to play. Last yes, night. For sure. They lost by four, and if the guy catches the ball, they win, right? So, I- I'm never going to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and their chances to get back to the Super Bowl. We've seen them do it too much. The, the, the point is, what? Yeah. The, you can't make these kinds of mistakes on offense in the games against these kind of opponents. And that's the problem for a quarterback.
3: After a while, like, where do you start not throwing to that guy? Where does it take away from your first three? Where do you try to force balls that end up becoming yeah, interceptions? Because at point. some point, those QBs get tired of this. Three drops on the final drive? Yeah, on the true. final drive, fourth and 25, you freaking hose it in there. Man, make the catch. We got a first and We still might have a shot to win. Like, at some point, yeah. those guys have got to do that. Otherwise, Mahomes, I don't care how good you are as a quarterback Man, at some point you lose confidence and gets frustrated. All
0: right. So again, we will be on this game pretty much all morning long. But there is one other place where all the the news continues to bubble, and that place is Ann Arbor, Michigan, where the game of the century is coming up on Saturday: Ohio State against the Wolverines for the Big Ten East. Yesterday, Jim Harbaugh talking as only he can about all the noise surrounding his program.
6: Go back to that. uh, it's like it's like the Ted Lasso show, you know. Um, believe, and what comes out of that is believe, and I'm just so proud, just so proud of our team. Despite that noise, our locker room's in one piece. And uh, you know, like Ted, for me, locker rooms a lot like my mom's bathing suits. Like to see them in one piece.
0: <laughs> the laughter is is excruciating. Uh, Heather and Paul are here. Uh, Heather, I'll get to you. Paul, what what,
6: what? what is your reaction to that? I mean, wasn't weren't we sitting here a week ago and Jim Harbaugh was talking about, I can't wait to get to that TRO hearing so I can be heard. I can finally have my side of the story. And that's the best he can come up with, quoting a make-believe caricature from television. Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of stunned, really, that, that, that's all Jim Harbaugh can do, and I'll, I'll save the adjectives because I think we've used them all up, but it's just fairly disappointing because uh, he had an opportunity yesterday to address all the bad news that happened last week. And what was that? His school caved in to the Big Ten. The school fired a coach, uh, speculation that he may not even coach next year, and he quotes Ted Lasso. Brilliant. Well, I mean, here's the point. For anyone
0: who has not been following this closely, as I send it over to Heather, the things that happened last week were... Michigan came out and said, we're going to fight this like crazy. We're going to court. We're going to get this overturned. State lawmakers are getting involved. This is an outrage. And then someone showed them something to which made them say, actually, on second thought, no, we won't. We're going to start firing our linebackers coach, even though our defense is dominant, and we're going to move on. Look, I'm not Perry Mason, but I think I can figure out between the lines what's going on here. So, Heather, let's deal in the game. Let's deal in the stuff that we know. No one knows the CFP better than you do. Can Michigan lose the game this weekend and still get into the playoff?
7: I would be shocked, Greeny, if Michigan got into the playoff without beating Ohio State because if they don't, they have one win against a CFP top 25 team on their resume against Penn State. One win. The bar is extremely high in that committee meeting room for any team that does not win its conference, let alone its division. Michigan had four straight home games to start the season. No non-conference wins against Power 5 opponents. Those are all things that will keep Michigan out of the playoff if they don't beat Ohio State.
0: So let me flip it on the other side, because Ohio State does not have that issue. They have the opposite of that. They played a much better schedule. They beat Notre Dame, who's had a good year. Can Ohio State lose a close game on the road and still get in, Heather?
7: I would give them a slim chance, Greeny, because this is the blueprint that got them in last year without beating Michigan and winning the Big Ten. The difference last year, Greeny, was that USC on Friday night was a number four loss to Utah and dropped out. This year, there are so many other contenders. Washington, Texas, Alabama, Georgia. Florida State is still in consideration even without Jordan Travis until proven otherwise. So it is going to be much more difficult for any conference to have a team finish in the top four that doesn't win its division or its championship. And it's going to be very difficult for any conference to get two teams in as we sit here right now without chaos.
0: So, Paul, Michigan versus Ohio State is always special regardless of the stakes. We have seen several years in a row now where both teams come in unbeaten, so it feels particularly important. When you add in all of the layers that this particular season has added and Harbaugh not being on that sideline, how would you describe what we're all gonna see Saturday afternoon in Ann Arbor?
6: I think it will be fascinating to watch because the one thing about Michigan so far, Greeny, they won two fairly important games without Jim Harbaugh. He doesn't call the plays, he does play an important role. I mean, he is the team leader, whether he quotes Ted Lasso or Shakespeare, The players still look (laughs) over to him and they, and he galvanizes now. I don't know how, but I, I talked to a recruit yesterday that's going to Michigan, and he said Harbaugh is not the same person on, in the sideline and at the practice field than he is in front of the TV camera. So I think he can be effective. Uh, I, I do think the Ohio State defense may have something to say about it as well. Look, it, it's one of the most interesting
0: college football games I can remember in a long time because of all that's swirling around it, and these two will be ready for it all week long. Guys, thank you. Stay close by. We'll have much more as we go. And of course, tonight, the numbers will come out the exclusive reveal of the next college football playoff top 25 rankings Reese and company breaking them down top to bottom plus they'll have Mike Norvell joining the show as well as the committee chairman Boo Corrigan at 7 Eastern tonight on ESPN and the ESPN app coming up will the Chiefs offense be the reason they don't make it to the Super Bowl so much more on last night's Monday night thriller plus is anybody hungry gentlemen we are serving up pancakes this morning Jeffrey give us an appetizer
3: Let them know. I see a man, Kelsey, up there tossing dudes out the club. Get your hands inside. Uh, La Crette. That's a a little man. (laughs) Toss him out. Swift, make the cut. Look, it's no sweat. Hall of Famer right there, my man 6'2", and sexiest man alive. Patrick shouldn't have gotten that one. That should be Kelsey. That's what I'm talking about. athlete.
1: Athlete. Athlete.
0: All right, we are back, and we have breaking news just across the wire here. Uh, we, of course, had planned to be all over Monday Night Football all morning long. We might have to make a detour here as the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fans have been begging for it, and now they've got it. The Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Mike Tomlin releasing a very brief statement this morning. I will read it to you. Matt Canada has been relieved of his duties as offensive coordinator. I appreciate Matt's hard work and dedication, and I wish him the best moving forward in his career. This off season where the Steelers, despite being 6-4, and four, have been outgained in all 10 of their games, their offense has candidly been painful to watch, despite the fact that they continue finding ways to win. Immediate reaction, Neek.
2: Yeah, this is unlike the Steelers, and it felt like this was a move to kind of saved the locker room. I think it it feels like this place has always had a distinct culture and all their decisions have been about kind of protecting that culture. And that culture has always been about kind of hunkering down in the siege mentality, us against the world. Matt Canada seemed like he was us and we were going to defend him until last weekend. When we started to hear some of the players start chirping and then he felt like uh, he was holding them back in the eyes of the players. And once the players start feeling that way, that person can't stay. And it's no, it's no knock on Matt Canada, although his numbers suggest that he. Deserve to move on. Uh, it's unfortunate to have anybody get fired, but I think that's what it was about. It was we about we
0: all know the Steelers are the definition of loyal and of consistent and of stable, but that's a stat even I didn't know. So the, he is only Mike Tomlin is their third head coach since 1969. Chuck and right. old Bill Cower. And now Mike Tomlin. The last time they made a move like this midseason was 1941. So it goes to show you this is something they do not do. They clearly don't want to do. So Jeff, they obviously felt like they had to do
3: yeah, it. Yeah, Tom T- Tomlin knew he's losing his locker room. And you as the head coach, they understand if you if every player on the offense you saw Najee Harris after the game talking about, can we fix it? And he kind of mockingly says, Yeah, we can fix it. You, you kind of reading all the signs, right? Deontay Johnson, you, they've had a lot of frustrations as this season. And Pickett has not progressed the way they wanted to. I mean, you're talking about guys who were coming and throwing more touchdowns than Pickett. They played two or three games. Like, you you can't have that type of thing going on with the Steelers in the hunt. Again, disappointing. You know, coaches, unfortunately, take a fall. I think Kim Dorsey's available, too, so you might be able to take that <laughs> yeah, while you yeah, heard. I, mean, well, well, I mean, there's some, there's
1: some things so you could do. No, do. So, there's a lot of things going on here. First of all, it's two days before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, man. I of got Amen. fired. Yeah. You know, as a families are involved. It's, it's a terrible thing. It's a harsh business, and I feel for his family, and I feel for everybody in that locker room who now has to figure out, okay, we got a new guy who's coming in. Now it's on us to fix it for him. It's the same thing that Sean McDermott said to Josh Allen when he fired Ken Dorsey. And I talked to Sherman McDermott before that game against the New York Jets, and he said, listen, it's now on my quarterback, so it's now on Kenny Pickett. And those other players on the offense, you're right there in that division. You're right there to get a wild card spot. you got to figure it out with a new offensive coordinator. You have to turn the page and figure it out rather quickly. By the way, in 1941 – Steelers weren't even known as the Steelers; they were the Steagles. Remember the Eagles and the Steelers combined during World War II. That's how long ago it was. For well, the Philadelphia. So Eagles we can blame the Eagles. The Steelers still never. <laughs> they hey, hey, right. always blame <laughs> the Eagles. That's
5: okay. Yeah, look, I, I it's think tough. It, we could take it. I think it's one thing to ask that of Josh Allen, who's accomplished as much as he has. That is true. That's league. a good point. To ask it of second-year Kenny Pickett is a lot. And well, I we're going to do that anyway. I, yeah, but but I think that the other issue, whoever takes over, and, and they'll promote someone to call the plays, but whoever takes 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 over next year, it's going to be charged with helping develop Kenny Pickett. And not just scheme and offense. I mean, what you hear about the Steelers' offense from coaches around the league is the scheme is very simple. It's easy to figure out, and that shows up, uh, you know, in the box scores. Wait a second.
1: The Steelers' offense has always been very simple. It's been run the football and take away as much as you can from the quarterback. Don't have him throw more than 25 times a game. Even with Ben Roethlisberger early in his career, right? You come on. Somehow, in the Matt Matt Canada era,
5: it took a step back from that. that (laughs) It's It's always been
1: a very simple offense.
5: Matt Canada could
2: possibly blame the bills for this also because I think we saw how the bills responded to having their offensive coordinator fired That's an excellent and, point. and a lot of people in uh, Pittsburgh probably well, they were like they were playing, see see right. you can do it no. yeah. it gets
1: better but the Jets came, kept them in the game the, the, the
3: bills <laughs> this was in the top five anyway it's not, it's not, not gonna, like, gonna like have this significant drop off and they did Josh, have Josh Allen, Allen. He, throwing they the ball around gonna, bro, I didn't on. say they
0: were right Yes, Dan Orlovsky, if you were up this morning in Kansas City and watching, call in. We'll put you on FaceTime because he made these points yesterday and I can't do justice to it. But when he broke down for us the offense of the Steelers yesterday morning, he said two things that stick in my mind. One, they're not calling an offense. They're just calling plays, right? right? They're just running plays. There's, there's no, no there's no logic to it. There's no theme to it, anything like that. The second thing he pointed out over and over again, when they got the ball at the end of that game with a chance to win, they threw three passes. None of them went to George Pickens. They have one dynamic receiver who everyone thinks is a difference maker. Not one ball. They all went to Deontay Johnson. Not one of them went to their best player. And as he always says, late in games, it's players, not plays, that make a difference. And I said to him, is that on the coach or is that on the quarterback? And he said both. Right. And so in this case, clearly, they feel like they've got to find a way to make it work. And they, they felt it was at this point on the coach.
1: Michael, I always like to look at it from the perspective of the fans and the reporters who are covering the team. Right. So you have Robert Sala wait forever, forever to bench Zach Wilson. Yeah. You have Mike Tomlin and the Steelers organization. I know their history. Wait forever to replace Matt Canada. You know, you just, is it too late? For some of these teams, you're making these decisions. It's week 12 in the National Football League, which calls, which stands for not for long. Wow. You have to make these decisions so you can give your players and your team a chance to do what they want to do. So, let's first guess it. Do the Steelers make the
0: playoffs? They're 6-4. and four. The AFC is a jumbled mess. Their offense... I don't know that it can get worse. I suppose it can yeah. stay the same. You just saw Hembo popped up a graphic there. They never once gained 400 yards in a game with Matt Canada as their offensive coordinator, and still managed to Two win more of them years. than they lost.
3: I mean, what do they got? They got the, they got the Bengals now twice without Joe Burrow. So can they win? Can they get the ten oh. wins? It'll be it'll be them in Houston. Are chasing that kind of wild card spot? They got be...
5: the Cardinals. They got the yeah. Patriots. They, they got, got the Colts. I mean, like yeah. it's, it's they, they may got... end with Seattle and Baltimore, but
3: they got some. They got
5: some
0: chances to Baltimore get in there. Baltimore may not even be playing is, that. That game. Baltimore game may mean nothing to the Ravens too. Yeah, right.
5: But the problem is, like the Steelers. Again, I, I understand their record is what it is, but they're still. If you're the other team, you're looking at the Steelers as a, as a game you can win. Right, Like, they're not that great. So, right. I think it, it, it'll be interesting to see what kind of spark, if any, this lights. Again, right, it's so an, offense, exactly. First it's an it. offense built around young players anyway. Do they make it or not? What do you think? I, I'm, I'm still going to say no because I just don't think they're good enough. But,
1: Sal, yeah, make it it's the playoffs. Ravens, Chiefs, Houston, Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. Sal loved Denver this year Bro- right now. Browns will be fighting for that last wild card, Browns and Steelers.
0: So maybe that game that Cleveland just won on that last yeah. minute is the one big. that winds up knocking them out of it.
2: Yeah, I think it could be too late for them, but I think looking at this schedule and considering the, their defensive ability to turn the ball over, I think they find a way to get to 10 wins, and I think it's enough to at least yeah. get the seven C in here. They may not have a quarterback that they trust, but they have the quarterback that they came into this season – as their starter. Yeah. That's more than a lot of other teams. Point. That's and they another can point. run
0: the football. They, yeah, can. Yeah. Yeah. they yeah. can. Yeah, can run With two the guys, they have Warren as well as Harrison. Warren is lighting it up. And, and, and the other thing that Dan said, it's just all sort of coming back to me now, the other thing that Dan said about this yesterday was the Steelers called that game offensively yeah. like they were on their fourth quarterback. Yeah, for it sure. was Cleveland who was on their right. you know third yeah. or fourth yeah. quarterback.
1: Yeah. The Steelers
0: called the game like they have no faith whatsoever. When they, they trusted the Kenny
1: Pickett against the Ravens, Okay, and they beat the Ravens at home. I was at that game, and they trusted Kenny Pickett to make some throws. If they do that down the stretch, if they run the ball, limit Kenny Pickett's exposure. That's right. 20 to 25 throws. Come on, Jeff, Saturday. Absolutely. Come on, Jeff. 20
0: to 25 throws for Kenny Pickett. We'll see if they can get it done. Again, huge news this morning coming off of Mm. the huge game last night. The NFL never stops giving. Up next, we will get back to the Monday night masterpiece, the rematch. Living up to the hype. The Chiefs' pass catchers? Most definitely not. We're all over it next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.
4: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI